Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Clicking Balls. This is an AFL podcast, and these are our 2020 season previews. So we've uh, done the Gold Coast. We're going from reverse order. So next up is uh, the good old Melbourne Demons. And uh, suffice to say, 17th with just five wins. Not really what they thought was on the cards after a top top four finish the year before. Yeah, I was super bullish about them too. Like I thought... um, A lot of people were. Yeah, I think it was pretty much everyone. Their midfield's pretty damn good. Um, I got... Uh, they improved their list quite a bit running into 2019. Um, yeah. It was their year. And, it's a know, question of what the fuck happened. It is. It, it, absolutely. And, you know, nobody, I think, predicted them to finish that low. No. Uh, and I, I thought they bolstered their team in the off-season as well. So it was just like they were just – they did the Frio from a couple of years back where they just wanted to tweak their team, Yeah, as Ross Lyon said, and completely fucked it. Um, Stephen May was, you know, their, their big in, in yeah. last season's off-season. and um, it didn't hit the ground running, uh, that's for sure. And I think it's a bit of a worry, if, especially for Gold Coast, where he's left Gold Coast and, wow, the professionalism of Melbourne yeah. is what shocked him. Yep. And it seems like, I don't know, that maybe you might have to draw the conclusion that they've got a good team on paper, but from five years ago. Maybe. Yep. Something definitely didn't go right. Yeah. Um, I saw a lot of it as the... Midfield was still getting the ball, but the the delivery and the connection with the forwards just was terrible. Yeah, and it's hard to tell from the TV if that's the forwards' fault or the midfield's fault, and the answer is probably you know a bit of both. But mm. uh, what what are the highs for the year for Melbourne really? Um, well, Max Gorn, uh, like, that's bad, isn't it? That's all I had. Brilliant season. I had Maxi Gorn and a question mark, um, and he's strung together you know probably three or four um, really strong seasons mm. in a row. Yeah, they got, they got some good crowds at the start of the season. Didn't last long, that yeah, one. Yeah, no. Uh, it was good banter from the Melbourne supporters, I think. They really got involved in the... <laughs> was it? Memeing. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought, um, you know, on Gorn, I thought he was the, the class ruckman of the year. I think Grundy was a close second. And you could make an argument for either, really. But, jeez, uh, he played fucking well. Yeah, he rucked really well. I, I thought Grundy was better on the year, but um, you, you, either one you put ahead, you're not wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, Grundy's probably better around the ground. Gorn's probably better in the middle circle. But, I mean, you set a team around either either bloke. Exactly. Um, So, I mean, that's really it for the highs. I mean, their wins weren't nothing to write home about either. No. no, Even though the rookies didn't step up as much as you would have hoped for. No, but um, they're still waiting on a few. Well, you'd say their high is probably beating Hawthorne, maybe? Yeah. You reckon? 
And, um, but even that game, though, there was the one Clarkson came out and went, there was nothing good about this one. It was a yeah. shithouse game. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it's, they're only a real notable win of the season. I mean, they their yeah. wins came... Oh, Sydney, Sydney early on, you know, wasn't bad. Um, Sydney took a, a bit to get started this year. You say, I think Hawthorne was the only team outside the bottom four that they got a win against. Yeah, I mean, they beat... Um, where are you? Yeah, Sydney got smashed by St. Kilda, which was fucking terrible. Yeah. Uh, only beat the Suns by a point, which... Yeah. I mean, look, Suns well, had a decent game. Melbourne off it. Yeah, early on in the year, too. So what are their lows, really? <laughs> Besides what we've already spoken about. Only beating Suns by a point. I mean, that's got to be one of them. Um, I mean, their lows were... I mean, look, they did have a couple of injuries, but Not nothing that justifies this. No. Yeah, I thought the biggest low was that from a coaching perspective, you can see that the team's not playing right and they didn't have any sort of contingency plan or What's next? they didn't start messing around with the team and say, all right, so the season's done. Let's just figure out what we've actually got. Let's start playing some other players that we wouldn't usually get a spot. Um, but they didn't really seem to try and, and tinker too much with anything, really, even when the season's already done. Well, I don't know. I kind of felt like they didn't stick with a, a, a game plan either. Like, if you know what I mean? Like, like I said, it, it looked disjointed. And yeah. it's hard, like you said at the top, it's hard to tell from the TV where the fault lies. And also, is it because the message isn't getting through to the players or the players yeah. are too yeah. dumb to follow it? But you know how it is. Like, um, in the past few seasons, there's been a, a big emphasis on playing behind the ball, uh, handballs yep. around to get an open man running, or uh, having sprinters come off the halfback flank, that kind yep. of thing. Um, Melbourne didn't seem to do either, and yet it seemed like they were trying to at some stages. But yeah. they just had the wrong players in the wrong roles. Or, or maybe they've got too many inside mids and they need more outside yeah. mids. Like I said, they got plenty of the ball. The delivery was terrible, you know. Yeah, and just like they're, it seemed they just didn't link up well when they're sort of trying to clear their yeah. back line. Um, yeah. I remember lots of games where you just don't see intuition in sort of um, being proactive about what the player with the ball is going to do. Yeah. And I think that generally comes with experience. But this team's been together for a while now where I don't feel like that's good enough reason for them not to be able to perform uh, the basics. And, you know, coming off a, a prelim final the year before yeah. to, to not even look dangerous. Yeah, and uh, like I said, I think their 2019 list is better than their 2018. Yeah, yeah. For a start, they had Jake Lever back. Yep. Um, May was back in. May was back in, yeah. And uh, they, they should have been able yeah. to threaten a shit ton. I think part of it can be... Um, getting new players in of calibre, it takes a while for them to predict where their teammates going to be. Get used to the new teammates. Yeah. It shouldn't take thirty odd weeks. Yeah, and especially not for someone like Stephen May either. And he had mm. fitness and injury issues, but he's a lockdown defender. You know, he's not yeah. a link up player, so he just needs to worry about his one man. And he should be used to having shit teammates. <laughs> yeah. Um, having said all that, though, I, I did check. You know, out of their uh, seventeen losses or whatever it was, um, only once did they lose by ten goals. Right. Um, which, you know, I guess is a positive from Melbourne four or five years ago. I suppose so, yeah. I mean, that's, you know, a shit in a brioche bun. Yeah, yeah. They only got uh, flogged once, really. But anyway, um, that's uh, the, the uh, horrible season for them over and done with, and uh, I think people are going to be a little bit less optimistic about them going forward now. Um, so, list changes for 2020. Uh, we'll concentrate on their outs first. Um, Jordan Lewis... Uh, was retired um, a couple of years before his hair did. That's what yeah. I'm there. Um, you got to say, they did all right out of, I think they got three years out of him. Yeah. Um, For rags, that's fine. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they, they were paying peanuts. Um and he's really you wanted him for his off-field stuff anyway. Yeah, he did put in 100% when he was on the field. Yeah. Sometimes that 100% did, it's a bit did shit, he, but... 
Did he get suspended at Melbourne? I don't think he did. No. I, I don't remember it. So, fuck it, he wasn't trying then. No, he mustn't be. <laughs> um, Slack uh, fuck. The other ones, uh, Maynard, Garlett, Kennedy Harris, and Billy Stretch. I put Billy Stretch in there uh, just because I, I reckon it's an awesome name. It's a great name, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, they're all players that are sort of in and out, in and out. Um, yeah, the ones that they gave enough chances to anyway. Exactly. Yeah, um, they're not going to perform, and obviously the whole team didn't perform, but, yeah, that was pretty easy to uh, move people along and free up some room. Um, did they... A bunch of other uh, rookies and stuff. Um, and the other one they traded out was Frost. Yeah, that was the one I was going to talk about. It's very interesting. Yeah. I like Frost. I, I have no real uh, rock-solid reason why, except for the fact that as a, a backman, he was very mobile, and a lot of backmen make terrible decisions. He makes fewer than a lot. Um, he That was the one thing. <laughs> now, the coaching staff lost faith in him. He spent some time in the VFL, but you know there was a lot of big media that said, he's their best defender this year. Yeah, um, yeah, and I thought the same as you. He, he's big. He's really tall. He, he's yeah. deceptively tall, and he's mm. got um, you know long levers. Um, he uh, gets the ball a lot, and the knock on him was his disposal. Um, and I do like you know traded out to Hawthorne. Hawthorne went. We don't give a shit about his disposal. Yeah. We want his defending. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, that was a, a weird one. Uh, I mean, for him. you know, maybe he put Quince paste on his uh, Daffenoir or something oh, rather than. The pear paste. Who knows? I had white wine with steak. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, that would probably get him out of the Melbourne team. Um, I'm, I'm surprised. He's... It wouldn't be something like that because I don't think Jeff would allow him in to Hawthorne <laughs> if that were the case. He had, had corn-fed steak instead of grass-fed. Um, having said that, I think they've done really well with their um, list additions uh, this year oh, as well. Um, Adam Tomlinson, um, for starters. I rate yeah, that later. Yeah. I mean, everyone rates him. He's yeah, he's a fucking played, superstar. Played in the grand final. I mean, yep. he didn't have a good one, but he had a good final series yeah, besides a shit that. shit-ass one, but, you know. <laughs> he's not <laughs> Robinson Crusoe there. Exactly right. Um, and Ed Langdon, um, over from Frio, who's... Um, I like him a lot. Yeah, and he's a carbon copy of his brother. Yeah. Um, so that's going to be a really great, um, uh, what is it, Queen's birthday uh, weekend with uh, mm, Melbourne yeah. v Collingwood it's, and the Langdon brothers against each other. I mean, this is... This is one where you've given the coach a, a top list. Yep. And you've already had the shit season. You can say, all right, put that behind you. Let's just try and make it work now and see how we go. Um, but <laughs> if they uh, don't hit the ground running, yeah, geez, things could get uh, high pressure. Um, and having said uh, how much we like Frost, um, considering those outs and those ins, I'd say that this, again, is a better list on paper than the previous year. Yeah, I think it's a bit concerning yeah. with the lack of rookies that are going to get a go, though. Um, seems stacked with uh, offcuts from other teams. A little bit. Um, you don't see where their future's actually going to come from, especially since they delisted a lot of rookies, um, got rid of, obviously, Frost. Um, yeah, it seems that there's not really a solid... I mean, either rebuilding or you're, or, you know, you're trying yeah. to top up... Yeah, you're already winning successful team. But you, I feel like they're well, they, topping up a losing team. They did trade the two top 10 picks as well. Yeah. Um, which was a little bit odd for me. But, um, you know, I, I guess you'll look to the future and hope yep. you can retain the people. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. 
Okay, that's enough about Wix. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Yeah, and they should be able to, you know. Um, well, who'd be taking their big money? I mean, since Hogan left, it's only really Gorn, I think, that's going to command well, a, a top-dollar salary. Tomlinson, I'll say. Uh, well, Tomlinson will be taking some cash. Yeah. A little bit, but, I mean, Viney was, you know, their, their captain, and uh, they probably put a bit of money into Oliver. Yeah, Petrarca um, probably got a fair bit. They had to get Lever over on big money. They mm. had to get May over. Yeah. It's, you know, on, on, I think May would have left for a bus ticket, though. Yeah. He was pretty yeah. keen to get out of there. Yeah. He, why would he leave, though? Exactly, uh, yeah. <laughs> God, um, <laughs> isn't it funny? Both the co-captains uh, from Gold Coast the year before left. One won a premiership, mm. the other one seventeenth. Yep. <laughs> Who made the better decision there? <laughs> All right. All right. Looking towards their uh, draw for next year or their fixture, their double ups: uh, Adelaide, Collingwood, Frio, Gold Coast, and the St Kilda. That's as about as generous as they could hope for. Um, yep. But also uh, Melbourne um, double up against Collingwood means that they get a. Home game against Collingwood, which means yeah. you know, there's an extra 120 odd grand. Do they have the what's their marquee game? The Queen's, Queen's birthday. Queen's birthday. That's yeah. right. Yeah, the big freeze at the G or whatever it's called. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yep. I got a feeling Collingwood hosted it last year, which means they host it. Yeah, Melbourne hosted this year. I mean, it's uh, much of a much anyway. People oh, still go. Yeah, but I mean, coffers wise, yeah, yeah. money wise, it makes a big difference. Um, who, who gets to... <laughs> Unless they have to it. donate the whole thing, I don't know. Well, actually, that's very funny because... Uh, sorry, not funny, interesting. Because Collingwood, uh, out of the kindness of their hearts, and, you know, choke when you say that, hmm. um, used to let Melbourne host it every single year. Then after about 15 years of that, Collingwood said, how about we have a go? Yeah. You know, <laughs> you let us take the gate receipts for once. You know, you're doing okay now. Um, but anyway, so that uh, they had a bit of a bad financial uh, year this year, but, you know... That happens when you finish 7-8th. Well, they got good accountants. <laughs> they got enough of them. Well, they, well Speaking of which, uh, do you see Joseph Goodnick's gone bust? Really? Yeah, he's gone bankrupt. Anyway, it's funny, though. Shit. You can go bankrupt and still have $20 million in assets. Yeah, that, yeah. Uh, you know, a home in Turak and another holiday home. No, he, he is dead broke. His family, however. Yeah. yeah. All, right. Um, all right, so who's in for a big year? Um, who are we looking for to shine through for Melbourne this year? I mean, there's no, uh, there's no long odds on Gorn having a good year because no. he, he will. It'll have a fantastic fucking year. Absolutely consistent. So who besides Gorn is probably the best way to put this? <laughs> Definitely Marty Hoare. <laughs> you just wanted to say Hoare. <laughs> yep, basically. If anyone's going to sut their in the field, it's going to be Marty Hoare. Um, but no, I think, I mean, we're sick of saying Wiedemann's going to be his big year, I think, aren't we? What's this, his third year now? Is his um, third year or second year? Am I getting ahead of myself? Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, yeah, me, Wiedemann's been consistent. But, I mean, Petrarca is the one we've been waiting on. Yeah. Yeah, I think we've been waiting too long now. I, I think we're waiting for another team for Petrarca. It all, I mean, 
it's almost what it is. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it seems like he's stuck in between. He's too bulky to uh, play the fast and loose outside. Yeah. He's not fast yeah. enough to play the inside. And just, <sighs> I think his skills just need a little touch up. Yeah. Yeah. He. he he seems to overthink it, and maybe that's coming from a team that's under pressure too. Yeah, um, oh, of course, of course it is. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing how when a player goes to a new team and they suddenly come good, and part mm. of that's because there's no pressure on them. It's like yeah. I've got a two-year contract; I'm fucking sorted. I can have fun with footy again. Yeah, I think he'd be one of those players. If he ended yeah. up at St Kilda, he could be a star. Maybe. Yeah, uh, that's just be. an example team because they're going shit ass. Yeah, like Josh Kennedy up at Sydney. There's no reason he can't play that exact same game that Josh Kennedy plays. Yeah, yeah. You know? Um, and be the distributor. Um, he's got a booming boot too. Yeah, uh, maybe yeah. he can sit in the goal square for a little bit. Yeah, I think I injuries know. made him a bit more lumbering than what he originally was, but you can Wonder work bit. with that. Yeah. Um, I think if they're obviously their glaring holes are in defence. Um, if they're going to have any chance, they need Jack Lever to find his form that he had at the Crows. Yep. And because apart from that, they're just going to bleed goals. So it doesn't matter how good their their yeah. uh, midfield forward line is, they're going to get the, caught on the rebound. That's the weird part, though. With their list, defence should be their strong point. It should be. Yeah, but get, get rid of Frost and yeah. You're going to say, you might have been right, though, because it was the first year for Lever, really, because he yeah. did his knee the first year. Yep. Didn't, I think he played one or two games. Mm-hmm. Um, May's first year, and he had some off-field shit that he needed to take care of as well. Yep. So maybe it is a bit of a clean slate. Okay, here we go. Um, Ed Langdon is going to be that uh, link-up and classy ball user out of the back line. So yeah. you get those other guys to feed it out to him. you got a bit of run. I think it's it was what they were missing. Yep. So I, I think that's a good side um, for him, and, and uh, I believe it. Uh, Ed Langdon's going to have a good year for him. Um, what about Jack Viney? Because remember, well, four or five years ago, he was going to be the next best thing. Yeah, I, I thought he was quite rightly be. so. He had amazing yep. form and yep. sort of dropped off. I don't know if he got found out or broke his foot and yeah. really has not recovered. Yeah, probably. and Oliver stepped up as well, so there's a little bit more pressure off him. I think you're right. We're saying they've got too many inside mids. Um, they need someone else to be a playmaker. Yeah. I think. Well, um, I think they were looking for Angus Brayshaw to do that too. But since he got uh, full gaffed really <laughs> hasn't quite come back the same uh, that's his brother oh. <laughs> well since his brother got full gaffed he hasn't come back the same um, he, he was uh, Angus is the one that got third in the Brownlow and wasn't invited really yeah uh, in uh, 2018 that's right uh, what about Jaden Hunt presents himself up forward with Petrucca obviously not knowing where they're going to play him uh, obviously he got rucking and push up forward actually I like Jaden Hunt's season I was yeah. going to say I did too I thought he was the one that he has a massive boot on him yeah which well. is funny considering he looks like a goalpost yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think if he becomes you know I mean he's already prominent last year but if he becomes uh, unignorable for yep. de- opposition defence then I think that probably takes a bit of pressure off Petrucca as well so I think that that could be a key if he has consistency you know Game in, game out is what you need. You yeah. can't just be once off. Um, just to always, almost doing what Jack does, Jack Rewald, if you have a good game, he's always pre- presenting, yep. pushing them all down doing to something. the small forwards, doing something. And that just breeds... Uh, yeah, the, the big difference with Jack Rewald, though, is he can almost be the foil. And you know what? Tommy Lynch can kick goals. Yeah. Dusty Martin can kick goals. Yep. They don't have a foil. No. They, they struggled with the McDonald brothers, you know, trying to find somebody to be that big marking forward since they lost Jesse Hogan. Yeah. Um, and it worked in the previous year. It just they couldn't find the the, the gel this year. Yeah. So um, and you know with their outs they got rid of some of their crumbing forwards too. And, yep. Geez, they're handy when you haven't got a, a nice delivery. So who's in trouble then? Who's on the chopping block for Melbourne? Uh, did Nathan Jones get picked up again? He he got one more year. Yeah. Yeah. He's the obvious one. Yeah. I, I think. 
Which is sad because I actually like the way he goes about it. The heart and soul type player. Yeah. Yep. Everyone says. And he's you know, a bit of a hard bastard too. Of course he is. And Absolutely. they fucking need that because yep. Petrarca should be the hard bastard, but he just comes across well, as a bit of a... He's 22, 23 as well. He's, he's getting to that age, you know, where he yeah. should be that guy. Yep. But you can't be that guy until you are that guy. But he's built like a brick shit house, and yeah. seems like he hates contact. Well, and Viney was that type of player as, as well mm. until the injury meant that he's yeah. never bloody playing. I mean, the, the problem with that crash and bash style is that it does take a toll. Of course it does. Yeah. Um, and Petrarca, he has paid that toll, and it seems like he's afraid of paying it further. Maybe. Mm. But I think uh, as the years go on, the body sort of hardens to that sort of play style, and that's what they need from him. Um, especially if you believe what was uh, reported in the papers, the contract offer to Jones was pretty low. They're very much low balled him. And- yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, I, I, get, I get what Jones is sort of coming with because he's saying, you know, I've shown loyalty to the club. Yep. Um, I've been there through the shit times. I've been a leader. I've been the heart and soul of this thing. You know, I think that should be reflected. But footy yeah. teams tend to play the loyalty card heavy when they want to keep a player. Yeah. Mm. And when they can save a bit of cash, all of a sudden it's like, well, what have you done for me lately? Yeah, yeah. always. Yep. I think um, they've, I mean, if players haven't figured that out yet, then it's yeah. kind of on them. <laughs> yeah. Um, one player I hope we can see a bit of is their rookie, Kaiseya Pickett. Mm. Yep. He looks like he could be that crazy crash and bash. He's, a little bit of X factor. Yeah, he, he plays, um, I mean, being a North Melbourne man, a lot like Cam Zerha. Yep. Just a forward that loves the contact. Yep. And, geez, they're worth, they're worth a mint. Yep. Mm. Um, you, you don't want too much from your, your rookies. Your, yeah. your no, first year. you don't want to have to depend on that. But yeah. if the rookie has the but if he can chip no in. pressure, if he can get in there and just uh, have a highlight, yep. like have a, a Wallace-style goal, yep. and you're like, fuck, mate, you've, you've paid your first year off. I know. It's. Uh, I was trying to think. There was one team they said, you know, it, it might have even been, uh, yeah, it was Sam Walsh with Carlton. Um, they said, you're going to get flogged, but at least if you see something from that one player, you go, you know what? That's what we saw today. Yep. Yeah. If he can be that kind of player, you know, it doesn't matter if he gets 10 touches a week. But he goes, you know what? Cheers, we saw something. Um, that brings the fans along. Shit, yeah. Sure, sure. I mean, uh, Essendon last year didn't have a great season, but I'd guarantee you every one of them remembers that late yeah. goal from Waller. Yep. Mm. Yeah, against yeah. North of Wasworth. Yeah, motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what about uh, Simon Goodwin? I can't uh, even dislike that. He's point. the other one I had on the list. Yeah. I mean, you can't have uh, top four finish, sign a, yep. sign a new deal. And yeah. <laughs> I think uh, should have said that at this top. Actually, when, it's January now. Do you reckon he'll sign a new deal <laughs> in the next couple of weeks? <laughs> no. Because I did say, like, uh, it is a sure sign that you're doing terrible is when you sign uh, the coach to a contract extension before round one. Yeah. Like, as soon as it's I went, oh, you guys, I wish I could change my ladder prediction last year. Yeah. But, um, you, I th- if they finish bottom four again, you got to struggle to justify. The thing is, I hope they, if they, if that does happen, wait till the end of the season. Because yeah, what, no what we've seen in the past with Melbourne especially, and Carlton of old, is you have four bad games at the start of the season, and all of a sudden it's like, all right, no, no, we're sacking a, our assistant coach, and we're right behind the coach. Yeah. And then round eight, it's like, no, coach has gone too. Uh, assistant coaches in and then next you know everyone new game plan yeah. everyone does not mm. fucking doing and it just ends up being a fucking mess uh, well, Paul Roos fixed that by you know setting up a plan that well, could they couldn't afford to sack him because the AFL yeah, was paying him there is that too <laughs> um, and he did sack a few of, few, few of the back end people too yeah they needed a board clean out yeah but Goodwin will be in trouble at some stage of the season yeah just no argument there let it go the, the year let it go the whole year tell him look mate You've got until October, um, but come trade period, if we haven't finished where we want, yeah. you might be on your way. Um, give him that time. 
Because yeah. if he's wondering every week, is the axe going to fall? So will the players, yeah. and so and it, so will everyone. And it makes it makes matters worse. It, it just it piles on um, once yeah. you start with that mentality. And we, so, we've seen that time and time again. Um, you know, and then a change of coach, you can give you a two or three week boost, even. But mm. you know, it's uh, it's not the long term, and it's it's the way the Melbourne used to be. Yeah. All right. So where do we see Melbourne f- uh, finishing next year? So they were seventeenth and five wins this year. Uh, Josh, where have you got them next year? Uh, to be honest, I completely forgot. Um, I have them 16th. So that's still a bottom four finish. Yeah, I think I've got them above three on Gold Coast, but still not in good territory there. Um, no, you uh, don't have them above three. Oh, oh sorry. No, yes, I do. Yes, you do. Sorry. Yeah. So you've got them in... Uh, you've got them in 16th as well. 16th. What do you know? All three of us are picking them to finish 16th. Um, so that is a bottom four finish. Um but still an improvement yeah. from the previous year. Yeah. But think, um, if they do finish 16th, I can't justify another season of Goodwin. No, nah, I yeah. think I think the media's going to be hot on their tail from round one, especially if there's not much else happening around yeah. the league. Um, that could be the worst thing for them. Part of the reason I put them so low is because I put them so high last year. Shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think I had a top three. And uh, yeah, they let me down. So I'm underrating you this year. Yeah, mm. I, I think a lot of people could be doing that and yeah. their list is a top 10 list. But it's not that different. I, it is a better list than it was last year, but it's not that different. So mm. there has to be something that's changed in the yeah. off-season um, for them to click, and there is every chance that that could happen. Well, I think that's true. Like, um, I think there's 14 teams that could legitimately uh, demand finals as part of their yeah. expectations. Yep. Unfortunately, eight go through. That's it. But um, Melbourne's one team that should be in the finals. Yep, but none of us are picking them to get there. No. no. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash aware.